Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. I won't let my body outweigh, outweigh everything that I'm made of. Won't spend my life trying to change. I'm learning to love who I am. I am strong, I feel free. I know every part of me is beautiful. And I will always outweigh. If you feel it, put your hands in the air. Show some love to the new while you're there. Let's take it one day at a time. Cause you and I outweigh. Happy Saturday, Outweigh fam. I am sitting here with licensed therapist Ashley Vacari. Did I say your last name right? You did. <laughs> Nailed it. I probably should have run that by you before we started recording, but just wanted to give that a shot. But Ashley is someone that was recommended to me to come on as one of our, our resident experts. And she'll be on for the next three weeks, similar to some of our other guests. We just knock out three weeks in a row worth of content for y'all to take in. And today we're going to focus on living in a larger body, weight gain during recovery, the fear of that, and yeah. and and the joy that is in yeah. all bodies and, and yeah. on the other side of recovery. And I got an email specific to this, Ashley. So I'd like to start off by reading that and then our conversation can flow from there. Okay. Okay. Here's what they wrote into our Outweigh podcast email. I would love to hear a discussion on the Outweigh podcast about gaining weight in the recovery process and all of the uncomfortable parts about it. I am so torn between wanting to recover versus continuing to struggle, but keep my current body weight. Mm. Would be so helpful to hear about it from someone who has been through it and has come out of the other side okay and happy. Thanks. 
Yeah. First, I just want to say like that, that is such an honest inquiry, right? Such an honest question that somebody is asking about the changes in their body because it's going to happen, especially if you step into eating disorder recovery or recovering from disordered eating, you know, the gamut of things. Well, first I'll just say this. So I am a licensed therapist here in Tennessee. I also work for the Renfrew Center for Eating Disorders, and I've been there for five years. So I'm very familiar with working with this population, working with eating disorders, disordered eating, body image concerns, kind of all of the above. And I I will say one of my very first clients, this was probably her biggest struggle was I know my body is going to change. So I'll just start with this. She lived in a larger body her entire life and really, really, really wanted to diet, really, really, really wanted to shift her body size and her body shape. And Amy, I was listening to one of your podcasts. I can't remember when it was, but you mentioned this and I just want to acknowledge this for a moment. You mentioned that society tells us that the more space we take up, the less valuable we are. And that could not be more true. We hear that on a daily basis. We see that on social media. We see that on TV. We see that in print advertisements. We all know how much they're, you know, they change and shift bodies in print advertisements. And so this particular client really wanted to come in for her eating disorder treatment. And it would have been ideal for her had she lost weight throughout this process, right? Especially if she was stopping some of the binge eating. Well, what we tend to see is there may be some weight loss. There may be some weight loss if someone kind of ceases those binge eating behaviors and there may not be. And so working with our clients with, What does it really feel like for your body to find this set point that your body kind of maintains itself at and how, how can you be okay in that body? And so I'll just give, can I give a little bit of my background too? Would love that. that Okay. Okay, cool. So I have been a therapist since 2013 and working in the field of eating disorders for the last five years. And really, I think it encourages you to kind of do some of your own work as well. And I'll tell you, I've lived in a larger body my entire life. When I was in my early twenties, I had some medical conditions and of course (laughs) the doctors encouraged me to lose weight in order to deal with this. And this is probably something that many, 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 many people in larger bodies have experienced. And so I did. And what I learned from that experience One is that the health things that were going on with my body did not change. And two, kind of the mental game and the mental capacity of, am I okay just being me was really kind of heightened. I kind of developed this incredible sense of comparison of myself to other people. Should I eat that? Should I not eat that? Right? Like I was definitely thinking about it quite a lot at that point. And then whatever kind of mental 
issues were going on. I think a lot of us have components of depression and anxiety. I will let you know, they definitely did not go away with the weight loss. If anything, they kind of increased a little bit because I felt like a different person, even within my body. And that was very challenging. And over the years, as I've really practiced being mindful and intentional about who I am, my body has shifted for sure and definitely found its set point again. Um, and I would say I still reside in a larger body and learning how to live with that definitely comes with its wonderful positives. It also comes with its challenges. And so one of the things I think we do when we think about where our bodies are going to evolve or find their set point is I think we bring in a lot of judgment, both from society, both from culture, both from just kind of, you know, anyone and everyone. Ourselves. I mean, yeah, ourselves, <laughs> our family members, you know, like we bring that in so much. And so just a couple of the tools that we teach at Renfrew and really I work with, with my clients, cause I have a private practice as well as one of the first things that, that we really encourage anybody to do in this practice of learning how to live in the body that they have is practice some mindfulness components. And so I'm going to define that as present focus, non-judgmental awareness, so practice being in the moment that we are in, it says non-judgment. And I want to say that we are humans <laughs> and we are going to bring in thoughts about ourselves, thoughts about the environment that we have, thoughts about what other people are thinking about us, right? Thoughts about our bodies because we've been conditioned to do that. And so simply noticing when we have those judgmental thoughts, it's the first step. And then perhaps the second step to that is offering ourselves a reappraisal. So, and a reappraisal means what could also be true. So if I had the thought looking in the mirror, I'm getting ready for work. And I say, my belly looks big today. Okay. I can acknowledge that that's a judgment. And then I can ask myself, what could also be true and how can I move forward? So what could also be true is that. I like the top I'm wearing, or I like the dress that I'm wearing, regardless of what my belly looks like. And will that distress me enough that I cannot move forward in my day? And if that, if the answer is yes, then definitely maybe I need to talk to somebody about that. If the answer is no, I feel a little distressed and I can move forward in my day. I would say that is great. And that is the hard work that we are doing. I, I just want to say like anybody that's doing this work, they're likely not going to go from thinking about their bodies all day in a negative way to, okay, I'm Susie Sunshine and I love my body and I love myself, you know? So I think to have that kind of expectation would be, I mean, just completely invalidating for somebody that, you know, doesn't love their body. <laughs> right. And as you were giving that example of the two things being true and practicing that, it's going to yeah. take doing it again and again and again yeah. and again. And even yeah. when you find yourself in recovery, you're still, will still be implementing some of the practices that you started way early on. Like there was times oh, yeah. where with my binging, I would go to my pantry and turn around in my recovery yeah. of like, yes. I would go and I would touch the pantry door, turn around. I would go back to the pantry door, touch it, yes. 
turn around. I'd open the door, look, yes. stop, turn around. I had to like be present in that moment yeah. and then make the conscious decision to turn around. And the yes. more I turned around, the easier it got. And then now I'm able to discern when I go to my pantry sometimes, whether it's out of yeah. boredom or maybe I really am hungry or you know, I still have old thoughts that creep in, but because yeah. of that practice and because of where I am, I now can discern like, oh, I actually just do want to eat something right now. I may not even really mm -hmm. be hungry, but maybe I yeah. do want to eat this right now and that's what I'm going to do. And then I can yeah. recognize what is happening and I'm present in the moment. And so many times for me with a binge, for example, it was out of body experience and I wasn't yeah. present in the moment. And I know you were talking about using the body image example, but that's just from my experience, an example of having yeah. to do something over and over until you build those new neural pathways to, to set yourself up for, I don't want to say what just popped into my head, an easier life is better uh, or yeah. set yourself up for an easier life. That's what yeah. first yeah. came to my mind. I don't know if there's something better or better way to phrase that because I kind of honestly, I actually am proud that I get to say this, that yeah. it is easier but I don't want to make anybody feel bad that's not there yet. That's like, oh yeah, yeah. yay for you. This is really hard because it is yeah. hard and it is hard yeah. work. But yeah. the part that's easy is just living Yeah, because you're able to live. Yeah, And when you're trapped by all these negative thoughts, you're not living. Right. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic. 
treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. The Hyundai Santa Fe becomes available early 2024, so get on it now before all the good camping sites are full. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I mean, what you're saying, I think is completely on track with a lot of people's experiences when they're in recovery, it is easier to live. And you do notice it just because it's easier to live doesn't mean the activators or the temptations or the triggers are not going to exist anymore, right? Those are going to continue to come up at different times in our life, because that's life. We're going to go to parties and people are going to talk about the size of their waist, right? We're going to have friends that are getting married and trying to fit into whatever gown they're wearing, right? Or whatever suit they're wearing. So these conversations are going to come up. And when we're in recovery, we do have a better ability to kind of manage when these conversations come up a tool that we use at Renfrew that I would love to share with you. I think that this is just an absolutely incredible tool. When you find yourself in these situations where maybe you're stuck or maybe you keep going to that pantry, right? Or you can't find a reappraisal of what could also be true when you're looking at them in the mirror and you see your belly that morning, right? One of the things that we always encourage people to do is something that we call a three-point check. And so the first part of that is to simply notice your thoughts. Again, you know, when we talk about mindfulness, I I did say non-judgmental, right? Like practicing being non-judgmental. And we want to give ourselves space to acknowledge that we're going to have these thoughts come up, right? And if we cannot give ourselves space to notice our thoughts, then we're actually placing judgment on ourselves for having these thoughts. And then just kind of, you can see that, that it just keeps creating that kind of yucky, right? Like self-deprecating cycle. Yeah. Yeah. It snowballs. So we're going to notice our thoughts, give ourselves the ability to, to notice those. Then we're going to notice physical sensations. What are we experiencing in our bodies? I will say this. Eating disorder work, disordered eating work, body image work, 
what happens a lot is that we disconnect from our body when we are in the throes of the yuck. We disconnect from physically feeling. We disconnect from those hunger fullness cues. You said it earlier, we have these out of body experiences, right? Whether we're binging or purging or or not eating at all. Um, It kind of feels like we're not present. We disconnect from other people, right? So the practice of trying to reconnect and trying to actually notice what my body is experiencing is both challenging and very critical to checking in with yourself and to, to actually giving yourself the freedom to have an experience. So we're going to check our thoughts. We're going to check our physical sensations. And then the last thing we're going to do is we're going to check and notice either the behaviors that we are currently doing or what I want to be doing. So the behavior might be that I keep walking back and forth to the pantry or the behavior might be that I am body checking myself while I'm looking at myself in the mirror. Right. And so doing those three things, I want to say it's not necessarily an answer to the problem that we're facing, but what it gives us is pause from the heightened intensity emotion that we might be experiencing in that moment. And it also gives us a little bit of distance from it. And when we can do those three things, we also start to build awareness as to maybe why we're doing that in the first place. So if I'm doing that body checking in the mirror, maybe my thoughts are, I'm dreading today anyway, like I have a big test or I have a big presentation for work well, or I have, let me, can, yeah, can we, can you yeah. use an example based on what the emailer was saying? Like I'm oh, yeah. dreading recovery yeah. because I fear weight gain. Yes. Okay. So let's do that. Let's do the three point check right there. I'm dreading recovery because I fear the weight gain. So the thought is just that I'm dread, I'm dreading this. Okay. And so giving giving them the ability to have that thought that is an honest fear an honest thought that that person is experiencing. I'm dreading it because of the weight gain. And also what comes up for me when I think of weight gain, do I think of not fitting in? Do I think of being ostracized? Do I think of people not liking me anymore because my body might change? Maybe I'm thinking all of that. So internally, what am I noticing physically? Well, I'm noticing that even when I think about doing recovery, my heart starts racing. Maybe I'm getting sweaty. Maybe I have sweaty palms. Maybe I have this pit in my stomach that I I don't want to deal with this. Right. And then maybe I'm thinking more like, I know I could probably deal with this, but maybe I don't want to deal with this. Maybe I don't want to focus on what's going on because it feels so scary. And then that pit in my stomach grows more. So then I focus on the behaviors One behavior was to reach out and email you, which was awesome. That's great. Another behavior might be that I am reaching out. Another one could be that I'm avoiding this. I'm too scared. So I'm avoiding, I'm not going to actually go to treatment. Maybe I'll bring it up in my therapist's office. Maybe I won't bring it up. So just simply noticing those behaviors, noticing those physical sensations, noticing those thoughts, helps us understand 
the, the vastness of the experience that we're having. So when I think about this email, I definitely wonder emotionally if this person is experiencing a lot of anxiety, right? I want to do this. I also don't want to do this because I know that there could be some ramifications. And so, yeah, what, what does that do when I'm experiencing all of that anxiety? Well, it, it feels yucky and I often don't want to experience it. So a lot of times I don't engage or I, or I kind of turn away, I avoid. And I would encourage this person that sent the email to definitely talk to somebody about this, even in the midst of that fear, even in the midst of that anxiety. I think that the, the body image piece is a piece that is talked about and worked on for a long, long, long time. And I know that that can be a challenging answer to hear. Well, into the emailer, we're going to touch on body image, uh, not today, not next week, but the following Saturday. So that will be an episode to listen to. And then notice even your desire to download and listen to that episode would be the third part, like the third part of that triangle. And awareness, even for people that are not dealing with eating disorders, maybe it's alcohol or, you know, I'm part of Al-Anon, which is for the families Mm -hmm. of addicts and, you know, people in there, they may not have an eating disorder, but they focus on awareness so much and be present. It's in the now. It is right now. What is happening right now? And I feel like that's just a recent experience in my life that is now a tool where I'm like, oh, all these things apply to so many different areas in people's lives and what they're going through. And there, there's a reason why being aware is so important. And so I'm thankful for the these tools, again, that for some people hearing it be like, well, what's that going to do to help me? But it does, it creates that pause and it puts you in the present mm-hmm. and it helps you be in tune with you know, that mind, body, spirit connection. Yeah. And well, it bit exactly what you just said. It helps you connect back to yourself and we feel our best when we are connected to us and when we are living our truth and our truth tells me that I'm okay, just as I am. And I can, I can just simply be me. Sometimes I think that comparison piece, society's piece, you know, tells us, or, or maybe family members or maybe friends tells us that we need to shift, that we need to change. But when we can live in our truth presently, that feels best. And then, yeah, to the emailer and anybody else listening in a similar situation or thought process as this emailer, you will come out on the other side, be persistent, be consistent, believe in yourself and know that it is possible. And we just send you some encouragement here at the end of this episode because yeah, there's a lot of fear in any, I I think of any type of recovery. There's fear because that is what has been so comfortable for us for so long. But there is is that okayness and the happiness on the other side. And that's what the emailer was like, hey, can anybody speak to the fact that there's stuff on the other side that is okay yes. and happy. and I and I want to say to the emailer like you deserve to take up space mm. you deserve mm-hmm. to take up space your people are going to love you 
for exactly who you are. Your friends are going to champion you. The people that care about you will continue to care about you and you deserve to take up space regardless of what your body looks like. Awesome. That's a great note to end on. So thank you, Ashley, for joining us today. And again, Ashley will be back next Saturday and we'll see y'all then. Bye. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane, back to reality. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.